Welcome to the third episode of Tuesday Tea Talks. My name is Mariela Lopez, the founder of Code to Gradients. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you about how the movement came to be. Let me give you a little bit about my background. I promise that I, we will get to my accent later. I have been in early childhood field for many years. I have been a teacher, an administrator, an instructional coach, a program coordinator. During the years in the field, I have um, observed how girls uh, during preschool and elementary are determined to be leaders. However, through a middle school and high school, I have noticed that some characteristics uh, begin to dissipate. And maybe this has to do with girls not being invited to the discussion tables as often as they should. One thing I want to make sure that tonight's talk is not to attack men. I want you to understand that I am not against men or men being leaders. I am a mom of a boy, but I do encourage my son to use his voice to bring his sisters and other girls to the discussion tables. I want him to know that this is important and why it's important. I remember a while back, I participated in a conference. Um, I had waited a whole year to hear this presenter give his lecture. I had my pen and notepad, and I was ready to take notes. All eyes were on this male presenter, and let me tell you, he was fantastic. But uh, no one seemed to notice a young lady to the left passing notes, changing PowerPoint slides. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, this man's lecture was great. He was amazing. I left with a feeling of satisfaction, but also I left with that young lady on my mind. And I remember. Um, me wondering, right, who had organized the conference, who had managed to put all those talking points together, who had prepared the, the PowerPoints, and even who had sent out the invitations, and who was going to make sure that the event ran smoothly. That um, conference prompted me to do some research. I consulted with everybody, and also I consulted with Google. I remember going to Google and typing, um, why don't we see girls in leadership positions? And the question prompted me to go from site to site. As I started clicking from here to there, I landed on a website called debate.org. The people that were in this particular debate called Why Women Cannot Lead get five reasons why women shouldn't be at the front of organizations. And even though those reasons are nothing new, still it's a little bit of shocking to hear it. The first reason that this panelist gave um, said that it's because their periods prevent optimum performance a few days a month. This person goes on to say, um, and I quote, um, organizations need to consider having a leader who cannot perform optimally a couple of days a month because she has to deal with a bloody situation and mood swings that put the followers in jeopardy and in critical situations like leaders in a battlefield. So I'm assuming um, him saying uh, followers, he is referring to maybe the workers of the organization, the team that she leads, mm, not sure about followers. Anyway, well, I am a woman, uh, as you can tell, and I do have periods, but they have never impaired my, my decision making. I, I have never put my uh, 
team at risk or of any catastrophe. Besides me craving chocolate, my parents are no reason why I cannot lead. On the other hand, there are women with medical conditions with disorders that can cause painful and heavy menstrual periods. And those women um, are in education, and a lot of them also have to have surgery. But they are protected under HIPAA, and that is information is none, is nobody else's business. And it is not available to the public. Anyways, because women bleed, it is not um, a reason why they shouldn't be leaders. May I note that there are great women in, in global leadership positions, like the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, which Forbes magazine says about her that she has set new norms as a government leader. When she gave birth, she took six weeks of maternity leave and shared that her partner will be a staying-home dad. I remember when my kids were six weeks old and they did not sleep through the night. And oh boy, those were some tough nights. So kudos to this amazing leader. The second and third point on the debate, um, they're pretty similar. One, of, one says that um, women are far too emotional and the other one says that emotions blur their visions. And to be honest, I'm not going to spend time on this too because my emotions might just blur my vision. But I do want to quote a small section of one of those panelists um, had to say in the debate. Um, the panelists said that men have held the reins for almost all history to disregard disease and poverty. Their achievement and their accomplishments have surpassed any species known to us. And to be honest, I, I truly don't have nothing to say. But may I add um, a small point, maybe? I want to talk about Sara Marine, who is the 34-year-old Prime Minister of Finland. Ms. Marine is quoted in the New York Times saying, I want to build a society where every child can become anything and every person can live and grow in dignity. Yeah. And men, according to the panelists, have held the reins for almost all history. Hmm. That's something to think about. I don't know about you, but I think uh, Ms. Marine has my vote. Then let's move on to um, point four and point five of that debate, which are also very similar. The fourth panelist argues that it is against nature. And the fifth panelist says that men were created first. Men dominating nature and they are more competitive than women. And I guess us women are too emotional. Anyway, there are actually theories that support the points of those five panelists, like the leader schema theory and the great man theory. But cult to greatness and tea talks are not meant to be part of debates. Even though I wish I could engage in some heated conversations to find out who is more emotional and who is a little bit more rational. However, if anyone is listening and would like to invite me to their podcast and talk about those theories, you can email me at mariela.net.
A few days ago, I was writing the core values of this organization, and I wanted them to be special. I wanted us to stand out. I wanted this organization to be different. And I guess we are different. We are here to build each other up, and it shows in our values. So I want to get to them. The first is dignity. We have the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles to stand up for what is right. We are authentic. We are unique. We are, we are here and there's no one else like us. Excellence. We have the quality to stand out. Kindness. We are friendly and generous and protective. We keep each other safe. Our mission statement is to empower one girl at a time to become a leader with a voice. This is our constant reminder that women are more than capable to lead regardless of their background, socioeconomic status, the color of their skin, or their age. We are designed to speak greatness into each other. We are intuitive. We are full of purpose. We are bold. We are fearless. We're full of passion. And I guess that's what makes us emotional. We love and we are compassionate. We are full of dreams. We are here to lift each other up, to have each other's back, to become mentors to the young, and to look up to the elders. We're here to respect each other and to be part of the table where important conversations are happening. We are not less. We are not more. We are equal. We are creative. We are designed with a purpose and a call. And we're here to call our dreams into existence and to have a voice. Remember, you are called to greatness. Don't let anyone else tell you something different. I have been told time after time that I don't have the qualities to lead. But you know what? I have made myself better. I have invested in my professional development. I have become better. So you can have a little bit of a perspective of who I am. I learned English when I was 13, when I moved to this country. Um, through high school, I was homeless. My brothers and I laugh when we say that we were probably the only four children with perfect attendance in school because that's where we got our meals, honest truth. At the age of 17, when I graduated high school with my first paycheck, I helped my parents rent a small house. My parents taught me um, to have good work ethics. They, I showed up on time to work. I learned new skills. I became better. I went to school and I got an education. A little by little, I started to find my place in this life. The voices that helped me move forward were the same voices that told me no. That I didn't have what it took. Rejection, rejection was my fuel. Poverty helped me see people with different eyes. Sleeping in my car. In an, in an empty parking lot, seeing my dad sleeping on the concrete and my brothers piled up in the back of the car seat helped me be determined to make sure that I had a place at the table where important decisions were being discussed. I am who I am today because, first of all, 
my faith in God, my environment, my determination, and because my parents believed in me, because my children looked up to me and my husband believes in me. I will not stop empowering girls to become the leaders with the voice that they are, even with my accent. I want to leave you with um, a last remarks. I want you to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Let no one speak down on you. Do not hold grudges. Get better. Be better. Get ready to move up. Be in the room where there, where there are wiser people than you. Listen. Lean in. Learn from those who have gone before you. Read. Get knowledge. Learn new skills and be great. Thank you for listening tonight, for being part of this community of girls that are ready to lead. You don't want to uh, miss next week's um, conversation. Our guest is just going to blow you away. Her story, her courage, her path is filled with greatness. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media on our Facebook page, Cult to Grayness, on Instagram at underscore Cult to Grayness, and our webpage, culttograyness.net. Thank you, and have a good night. See you next week.